0: Hello and welcome to another episode of Dirtcast. I am one of your co-hosts, Megan Reynolds. I am joined by the effervescent (laughs) Madeline Davies.
1: I don't often get the intro. (laughs) Hi Maddie. Hello. How's it going? Great. I think we have some really cool guests on today. We do. We it's do. It's going to be like a fun episode, a sort of mm-hmm. silly one. Mm-hmm. Uh, we have Jezebel's own Ellie Sheckett, and we also have Alex Better, who is of the not for profit theater group here for the drama, which does very funny readings of like live real housewife episodes. Oh my God. Uh, that have become very popular across the city. And they are going to be here to talk about the earth shattering window-shattering, life-shattering divorce of the former countess, Mm -hmm. uh, Luanne Deliceps, nay, D'Agostino, nay, Mm Deliceps. and her brief husband, Tom D'Agostino, who I, for
0: a second thought, was connected to the D'Agostino grocery store fortune, but I've learned he
2: is not. I wouldn't even say it's, like, too artificial, but I think that's just the way she thinks of her life as, like, A story,
1: but first let's get into the dirtiest dirt. There's like it was a pretty active week for celebrities, considering like we're in like the slump of summer, yeah, the doldrums of summer. The doldrums.
0: Everyone's on vacation. They're on their yachts. They're doing whatever. I know I'm on my yacht. I mean, Maddie and I are actually currently on a yacht. Yeah,
1: as we speak. uh, The breeze. Yep. I just I just waved to Vanessa (laughs) Paradis in the distance. She's there. We love yachts. a lot of shit went down. Um Robert Pattinson <laughs> didn't jerk off a dog.
0: Yep. In case you are wondering if he did, the answer is he did not.
1: Do you I, I feel like that's like the question on everyone's lips.
0: Like, did Robert Pattinson, <laughs> did Robert Pattinson jerk, Pattinson off, a jerk off a
1: dog? You hear it like, did Robert
0: Pattinson like yeah. jerk off a dog, jerk off a dog?
3: <laughs>
1: um, he uh, told a very it was, like, supposed to be a funny story on Jimmy Kimmel right. about his, like, uh, being on the set of his new movie, Good Time, mm-hmm. which I think was filmed, like, in Queens. It was very... Yeah. Like, there's, like, people we know are showing up in it, strangely. Really? Yes. Nice. Uh, I won't tell you who. Hey. Hey. <laughs> I want you to be surprised. Ooh, I love a surprise. Um On Kimmel, he told this story, basically, about how his character has this weird affinity for dogs. Um He thinks He was a dog mm-hmm. in a past life, and there is a scene that actually I think got cut from the movie, right? Where someone walks in on him, basically giving a dog a hand job. And uh, the director <laughs> in the story, Pattinson tells, uh, really wanted him to do it for real.
3: <laughs>
2: the director was like, Just do it for real, man. Don't be. A- <laughs> and then the dog's owner was like, "Well, he's a breeder. I mean, you can. I mean, you just you just you just. It's like, you just got to massage the inside of his side.'" <laughs> and Pattinson,
3: like,
1: understandably, was like, "No." And so they made him a, a fi- fake dog penis, yeah. which I re- I do, and don't want to see it. I think yes. is what we're both trying to say. Yeah, because there's nothing grosser than a dog's erection. I agree.
0: If someone, but I would, if it like found its way into my inbox, I would look at it.
1: Yes. But or if someone, like, it sent out. me a fake dog penis, I'd oh, be like— be fine. I mean, I would like a note. I would like an explanation. I'll it would like throw it me would. off otherwise. Sure, sure. Um, I would be like, why is this person sending me, like, a severed dog erection? Right. <laughs> but this, like, insane story kind of took off because we were, like, thirsty. Uh, For any nibbles. Yeah, we're just, like, such parasites that we're just mm-hmm. like, ooh, what can we talk about? Mm-hmm. Um, <laughs> and even PETA was— like, PETA was, like— Thank you, Robert Pattinson, for refusing to jerk off that dog. And I want to know, where the hell is my congrats? I mean, none of... I've never jerked off a dog. I wake up every day and don't jerk same, off a dog.
0: Same here. And I feel like PETA should give us, like, lifetime medals of honor. Yeah. In recognition. For even
1: touching a dog's dick. Exactly. At least on purpose.
0: Exactly. Inadvertent brushes with... Sure. You know it. Listen, it happens. Yes. Everyone's very upset about it afterwards. Yeah. Us usually more so, I would say,
1: than the animal. I did have a very gross encounter with a cat erection recently. D. I mean, ooh. (laughs) I mean, I didn't realize, like, I guess it's true for dogs, but, like, I didn't realize that cats, after they get neutered, still can get boners. Oh, yeah. And the cat I was hanging out with was going to town on a blanket— and I was like, "What are you doing?" And then suddenly it was just like, Ugh, like a red rocket!" You, you know? need to keep the blankets
0: away from them. Anything it was, fleecy, just, it was a fleece blanket. Yeah, they really like that oh, texture. It was so it was
1: really upsetting. Anyway, anyway,
0: so Robert Pattinson did not jerk off a dog,
1: but he's also backed away from the story a little bit. Yeah, where I think, <laughs> I think he was. This is my perception is that the whole thing kind of happened in like a funny way and that they were always going to have a fake dog erection. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And then like the director was just giving him a hard time. Like, yeah. yeah, just like do it for real. Do it for real. Right. And so now Pattinson is like, I was joking. The story is really spiraled out of control. Yeah. And it's just like you told it in a way that made it spiral out of control. But also like you have to consider the
0: context.
1: It's just a very funny correction. to have to. It issue. is an
0: incredible correction. Like one that we it's yeah, yeah. it's very
1: good. My um, boss did not <laughs> try to get me to jerk off a dog.
0: No one asked me to jerk off a dog. The end. Yeah. By Robert Pattinson. <laughs>
1: <laughs> Posted <it> on Medium. <laughs>
0: it's like 3000 words right. about the whole I would read that actually. I would 100% I would be read really that. Into that. So, some big breakups. Two breakups, zero makeups. Two breakups, zero makeups. Chris Pratt and Anna Faris. They have agreed or uh, decided yeah, they to separate. Legally. Legally separate after eight years of marriage. They have one child. Jack. And they each released a statement. What is interesting to me is that the statements, I believe,
1: are the same. Yeah, they're almost exactly same. They're like alike. exactly
0: the same. I'll just read Chris's. Do it as Chris Pratt, please. Uh. <laughs> <no>. <laughs> uh, But yeah, this was posted yesterday at 11.05 p.m on Facebook, which is where you post all of your very important news. Mm -hmm. Anna and I are sad to announce we are legally separating. We tried hard for a long time and were really disappointed. Our son has two parents who love him very much and for his sake, we want to keep the situation as private as possible moving forward. We still have love for each other. We'll always cherish our time together and continue to have the deepest respect for one another. Chris Pratt and Anna Ferris. So he signed it for both of them. But then Anna... Released the same statement basically, but she tweeted it and it's a screenshot of a text message that someone else sent to her.
1: So it's probably like her public, their publicist was just like, here is.
0: So she's transcended like the notes app. She's doing like, this is like, this feels to me like the least amount of effort. I kind of dig that. Yeah.
1: I don't know. I kind of like just being like, yeah, here's what my publicist told yeah, me like, to say.
0: Like, here you go. Like, tweet it goodbye. Like, put your
1: phone in the freezer and walk away. I'm very both happy and depressed to be at a time in my life where I don't really care about celebrity couples in as much as, like, I need them to last. Mm-hmm. Where it's like, if some if two people get together who I'm excited about, of course, I'm like, <laughs> Yeah. But as far as, like oh, no, they were the ones I (gasps) thought were going to make it. I for them. I don't believe any of that shit because, like, we all have no idea. No. You know, like, we're such dupes. Yeah,
0: we only know what they choose to show us, so we have no clue what it was actually like. It could have been miserable from the jump. Like, who knows?
1: Also, like, Chris Pratt is like, um, the public has already started to kind of turn on him a little bit. Oh, yeah. Which is interesting to me where, like, coming off of Parks and Rec, I think Mm -hmm. he was really, like, riding a... High of goodwill, Mm -hmm. and then Guardians of the Galaxy was the same. Mm -hmm. And then it's like that news came out about how they kept like losing or giving away their pets. Oh, that's right. Um, Yeah. Which is like always really upset me because it was like, What are you doing? It was something like an emaciated chihuahua was found running around some neighborhood. And when they caught it and like did the microchipping, it was their chihuahua, which is insane. Yeah. And then they tried to give away a cat on Twitter. (laughs) <laughs> that's
0: not how to treat animals.
1: Yeah, and they're um, definitely like conservative leaning and like kind of, yeah. it's like the fall that every well-liked couple. personality must go through. It's true. And I think that it's kind of interesting that like there were still people who kind of were like, oh, Chris and Anna,
0: mm-hmm. and now they don't even have that. Exactly. And I mean, Chris Pratt, I feel like the turn for Chris Pratt probably did start to happen at least slowly was when he got buff. Oh, yeah. For Guardians of the Galaxy, right? Because that's what right. he got buffed
1: for. And yeah, he, he got a little bit... His
0: yellow his head, big, yeah. big for his britches. Exactly. He or was slim for his britches. Slim huh. or... Big. Well, it could have been big because of the muscles. Yes. I think. His th- his, his quads. Thighs, and, his quads yeah. were like, fuck. But no, I think he started to get a little... I mean, I suppose as anyone would, I guess, if you get like hot and then yeah. people are like more into you because you're hot, you get more full of yourself. Yeah. So I feel like that was probably the beginning
1: of the end and this him. is really cynical mm-hmm. i have a hard time believing in monogamy specifically for actors same here. just because yeah. it's like you are traveling so mm-hmm. much and there's a lot of a lot of tail coming your a way a lot of shit just everywhere left right up down yeah. all over the place and so it's like it's hard for me to be like oh mm-hmm. yeah like that guy's definitely keeping it together and you know what if that's their arrangement great god bless them. Mm-hmm. but oh. no i feel like it would be difficult as a famous person, because, yeah, there
0: are a lot of a lot of people clamoring. It's a very lonely life. Mm-hmm.
3: <laughs> <laughs>
1: As depicted in the Anna Faris classic, Lost in Translation. Oh, my God. That's right. So they broke up. So
0: sorry. You'll be fine.
1: Yeah, you guys are both wealthy and attractive people. Yeah, yeah. You're I feel
0: gonna, like you're going to land on your feet. Chris Pratt, I think, is going to go through like a sort of like a bad boy phase. I think we might be on the precipice of Chris Pratt's, like, dick phase, mm. which might be fun to
1: watch. Yeah. I love I, I love watching someone more successful than me crumble. Yeah. <laughs> it feels good. I feel like very much this is by no means even the most humblest of brags. Mm-hmm. But I feel like at my root, mm-hmm. I'm, like, such, like, an Iago character where I'm just, like... <laughs> Just like from the background, just like hoping. <laughs> I'm like less racially motivated. Yes, I great. great. <laughs> but like, I am like just kind of like, ha 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 Like, just like, just envious of everyone who has what I don't. And then just like trying to like, like set, set it all together to make it all crumble. <laughs> so yeah, Chris Pratt is my Othello, mm-hmm. is what I'm trying to say. I start. love
3: it.
0: Another couple that has broken up that I feel less anything about, yeah, really. America's sweethearts. <laughs> um, is Amber Heard and Elon Musk. Well, cool. okay. We didn't really know much about them. I know, uh, yeah, I know I very little. He treated her right in a post-up world. Yes. The best we could say and hope for,
1: I think, is that. Amber Heard had a couple of nice months, and if it ended well, mm. maybe he'll still make room for her in his like weird New Zealand bunker. Oh yeah, where he's gonna go when our environment collapses.
0: Yeah, so I mean, Amber, I feel like there's, I feel like there's still hope for her. Of course, there's still hope for her. She's yeah. fine, but like, I don't think that's quite a
1: rebound. Yeah, Elon I, Musk. I, I kind of Johnny Depp. Really, I really enjoyed that, mm-hmm. just because it was sort of like she was just like, you're out of money. Here's someone not out of money. Yeah. <laughs>
0: Like, you've spent all your money on, like, shooting Hunter S. Thompson's ashes out of a fucking cannon. Right. I found someone who doesn't do shit like that. Like, right. I'm good.
1: Bye. I have someone who actually, like, has spaceships as yep. opposed to just shooting shit into space. Exactly.
0: <laughs> so, sorry for them.
1: Yeah. I mean, I'm not that sorry for them. I, mean, I feel like I'm doing it. going to do okay.
0: Yeah. I mean, I, might, I will not lose any sleep over their uh, the demise of their relationship. I'll walk out this door with my head held high. <laughs> Bravely wiping tears from my face. Yeah. And then, uh, all right, so this last this last thing is like...
1: Not surprising. Not
0: surprising in the slightest. But there is some schadenfreude in it. <laughs> Thank you. There is. So apparently, Kendall Jenner, who is one of the Kardashian- Of the Calabasas Jenners? Of the Calabasas Jenners, yes, Maddie. Mm. <laughs> she was in a bar slash venue... In Brooklyn, called Baby's All Right. And she paid $24 for something at the bar and apparently did, I mean, not apparently, we saw the fucking receipt, did not leave a tip. She just signed it as if she were signing
1: like an eight by 10 glossy. An autograph. Yeah. Yeah. But why? Well, and Baby's All Right Instagrammed it and was like, hey, tip your bartender, Kendall Mm -hmm. Jenner. Yeah.
0: Now, though, the Instagram is gone. It has. I'm looking, I was looking for it right now and yet
1: it has vanished. I just want to know, like, did Rob Shapiro just like contact this bar mm-hmm. in Brooklyn, underneath, yeah, underneath right? the JMZ or wherever it is, <laughs> yeah. and be like, "You take that fucking post take down, this
0: down, or else, like, I will take you to, I will take you to the cleaners. Everything you got, yeah. they're probably go like, oh,
1: shit." But right. guess right, so what? We all already saw it. Boom. How about that? Um, I don't <laughs> know. I'm like, of course she didn't. Tit. Right. Like I don't think she understands money. Where it's just probably like, yeah, I give you plastic like, here, card,
0: you give me drink time. Bye bye. Yeah. I mean, when do you think Kendall Jenner has ever really had to sign a receipt at a restaurant? You know, like I feel yeah. like it doesn't people. I feel like people either do that for her. She gets shit for free. Yeah, or, she like, probably she just comp a lot. Yeah, so she just has no experience with like tipping someone for like a fucking vodka
1: Red Bull. I could also see if like the bartender was like not fawning or particularly polite like it's here being like i'm not
0: gonna tip like thank you i mean i'm sure yeah. she knows i would like to give her a little more credit i mean I she why. She's I like know. she knows what a fucking tip is like she gets it but right. i feel like you, she would have tipped like a lot of bellhops by
1: now yes yes someone would have she would have seen someone leaving money for housekeeping i do think and this is maybe a little too insidery i think it's very funny that like baby's all right is a place that celebrities
0: hang out at i agree
1: it is, for those not in the know, mm-hmm. like a music venue and bar in Williamsburg mm-hmm. that has always struck me as like what a TV set bar in Williamsburg would look like. Oh my God. That's exactly it. Where it's like, if I'm Gossip Girl, they yes. like went to a bar in Williamsburg. Like mm-hmm. that's like, it's very like cool and a lot of neon lights. Oh and yeah. There's like, a, there's like know, a
0: little runway thing with like all the neon and like- a f- a f-
1: Bronze print, right? A yep. Ba- a, like There's like a banana wallpaper. leaf. It's, like it's
0: a banana leaf print. Palm.
1: It's a whole. Yeah. It's a whole look. And it's funny because I think the only celebrity I've ever seen there is Penn Badgley of Gossip Girl, right? Who
0: lives in the neighborhood?
1: Yeah, he's everywhere. like you can't miss him.
0: I used to see him arguing with um, Zoe Kravitz outside of my bodega,
1: Ooh. like and like
0: skateboarding in front of my apartment.
1: I feel like I've seen her a couple times walking around, and she's so beautiful. She's gorgeous.
0: It's so annoying. Yeah, She Penn did not deserve her. Yeah. And now he's married to a Kirk. Now he's married to a Kirk. Domino? Domino. Domino.
1: (laughs) The forgotten Kirk. (laughs) (laughs) Not forgotten by one... One man. Lonely boy. (laughs) Lonely boy. God. Um, So, yeah,
0: I don't know if I have anything else. I mean, listen. Yeah, I think that's it. Fucking tip your waiter. Tip your fucking waiter. If someone does something for you that you could have easily done for yourself, technically, just tip them.
1: Someone... In our comments, mm. was like every single person should have to wait tables yes. for like a period of time in their I life agree. just because it gives you such a better view mm-hmm. on like the human experience and yeah. just like how to treat people and how to you know mm-hmm. and how you get treated. Mm-hmm. And I think
0: not wrong. I think that is a good rule. I've said that many times myself. I feel like that's a good rule to yeah. live by. Maybe it was just you with a. It was br- with me. It was my burner name. actually.
1: Me. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> That's yeah, what you do yeah. to, like, comment hate on what? everybody else's work. It's true. I do that after
0: work. Uh, it's fun. Cool. It's
1: nice. Yeah, it's really cool. We all cool. need a hobby. <laughs> could not be more excited for this next segment. Same excited and a little bit sad. Um, <laughs> we oh, well. are going to be discussing the divorce of Real Housewives of New York's Luann Lesseps, and we are with two experts, I wanna say. We have Jezebel's Ellie Sheckett.
4: Hello, thank you for having me.
1: And we have Alex Better of Here for Drama. Hello. So we, again, a tragedy struck late last week. <laughs> Our dear Luann.
5: I am a hopeless romantic. I have been looking to be in love and married again.
1: Um, and she me, announced like, on Twitter that her he like, marriage to Tom D'Agostino, they tied the knot on New Year's, I believe. Yes, they did. Uh, is already
5: over. Tom just happened to come into my life, and I feel like really lucky. Like, like the pearly gates opened up, and my father dropped him down on my lap. It's like, thanks, Dad. Yeah, this was an
4: expected development, but it wasn't necessarily something I thought would happen so quickly. It was just a quick six months. It's yeah. An
1: interesting thing to dig into is the like, we all knew it was coming, but also why are we
2: all surprised then? Yeah, to me, it was like, it was something that was so inevitable that I forgot it was going to happen.
3: <laughs> 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 and so
2: then when it happened, I was like, oh my God. Right. It happened. Like, it was like the Chekhov's gun of, like,
1: housewives. But it went off in the second act instead of the third. Yeah, yeah, no, I was late,
2: but that was the the twist. I was, like, I was expecting something later, something.
1: I mean, to clarify for our listeners who are maybe not as familiar with the show, Luann and this man Tom only dated for a handful of months and then got engaged. A real whirlwind. A real whirlwind. Got engaged. He then cheated on her the day before their engagement party. Oh my God. I mean, a kiss, a French, French cheating, At the Regency. Same, yeah. <laughs> he made out with an ex-girlfriend at the Regency. It got caught on camera. It became this whole thing.
5: Bethany just sent me the picture, Tom. You have no recollection? What, is, what does that mean? You were so wasted you don't remember? It started at 1045, p.m. It started at 1045 and it went to 1139. You were making out with her. You saw the picture, Tom. How could you do this to me? At the Regency in front of everybody? How can you do this? What do you mean you don't remember. You were that drunk?. I left and then you went out. So they all know. the whole town knows about it now. You cannot tell me what happened. From Los Angeles, uh-huh. She was giving you a kiss you were making out for an hour. She went
1: ahead and married him anyway and was wow. just like, I don't care. I'm not going to tear apart my life for a kiss. Um, it was a
4: stupid mistake.
1: It was a stupid <laughs> mistake, but she was going to move forward. Her and Tom were in love Mm -hmm, with the (laughs) tension.
4: And then she definitely like took it out on Bethany as the person who gave her that news.
1: Yeah. I think Bethany enjoyed it, though. Bethany
4: did enjoy it. And Bethany was putting on a little bit of a show. Yes. While delivering that information. (laughs) Yeah. My big question is like it's sort of undeniable that this relationship really reeked of bullshit from the beginning. But – I'm wondering if I should be just like totally cynical about it and assume she married Tom entirely just for the attention and the penthouse and like the three season arc, <laughs> or not even two. Yeah.
1: Oh,
2: I guess the well, divorce. It, the will divorce, be a divorce third. is
4: gonna. I mean, Maddie, come on.
2: I'm so sorry.
3: I was not <laughs> looking I
4: ahead.
2: Was, on that note, though, what makes me think that it's not is because it seems like she waited until after. The reunion. Yeah, yeah, she didn't. She was
4: embarrassed by this. I think, which
2: would make me think it's, there's something authentic there. Like. Yeah.
4: yeah, I mean,
1: and also she slapped him in a fancy Manhattan restaurant <laughs> oh just a couple weeks ago. Allegedly, <laughs> um, she says it was a love tap. Yeah, um, she, did. she tells Page Six
5: it was a love tap, a face
4: hold, which uh, implies another a, thing she said.
5: Did you tap him in a restaurant? No, I took his face in a very loving way, and people took it as a slap. This is
1: not a, an excuse for domestic violence, but that implies that there was a, a true anger there.
4: Some passion, yeah. Anger is probably a better word. Right,
1: which, like, you <laughs> wouldn't get it. You wouldn't have if he, it was just, like, a, a business arrangement.
4: Right. Mm-hmm. I mean, I think the complicating factor for Luann is, like, yeah, this relationship was, like, a very bullshitty and sort of attention-grabby, but also she's so— married to her own delusions that it's really hard to tell like what's real for her and what isn't.
1: I think it's hard for her to tell.
4: Yeah. Which is why I adore her. Right. That's why she's my favorite housewife. (laughs) (laughs) I,
2: I think like most housewives, most reality TV stars in general, they're people who are like actively living narratives instead of like living life and then looking back and being like, oh, like there's a story here. Yeah. They're like actively casting and kind yes. of recasting mm-hmm. their lives. And did you see like the before they were Housewives special? about Yes, Luanne? of course. I talk <laughs> about it all the time. Oh so like uh. the the collection of characters she's kind of like come across in her life.
1: Honey Child.
2: And the way <laughs> they come in and out of her life, like a revolving door. The, I mean, that's how it came across in the special, especially Honey Child. Like, that I wouldn't even say it's, like, too artificial, but I think that's just the way she thinks of her life as, like, a story.
5: I think people think that I'm the countess that married the old count. And the housewives came along and changed my life. Don't be all, like, uncool. But before I was a housewife, I feel like I lived a lifetime of lives. Well, and she, at the beginning,
1: she's like, it all started with one dress. (laughs) And it was this thing where she (laughs) was in a pageant. She decided to just, like, on a whim... Do a pageant and she I think she was runner up, but she was like, and that's what started it all. <laughs> but it's like that it was back then she was like, I'm in second place, but I actually won. Yeah. <laughs> Which I am just I wish I could the confidence go is through my life like astonishing. that.
0: Astonishing. You really is.
1: Are not as familiar. I am not. But you've dipped a toe. I did. You
0: told me to watch season. Eight? last season last season. final
4: uh,
2: it's about final Tom? three
4: episodes. Yeah, it's, the, it's about Tom Arc. Yeah. yeah. Um, that was strong.
0: It was it was an ama- it's an amazing program. Oh, <laughs> I brilliant. had no idea. <laughs> uh, it's really great and I am just it is lovely to hear all of you guys talk about I, I just this is just I'm really enjoying this so far. Yeah. <laughs> and I will probably watch the rest of it this week.
4: One of the interesting things about her this divorce and you kind of touched on it was that they filed in Sag Harbor on a Thursday. Um, right,
1: Sag Harbor in the Hamptons. Sag Harbor in the Hamptons, mm-hmm. which is a
4: weird place to file for I was divorce because they that. both live in Manhattan. But she has a house in Sag Harbor. I mean, normally reality stars aren't necessarily taking the same kinds of steps as celebrities to like guard their privacy because their job is to Not live their private. lives mm-hmm. in the open. But I think that this was really embarrassing for her, and I don't think she was trying to keep it private. But I do think she was trying to have some more agency over how the information was rolled out.
1: Yeah, well, and she she was she announced it with a tweet. Yeah. It says, uh, it's with great sadness that Tom and I agreed to divorce. We care for each other very much and hope you respect our privacy during this sad time. With an, with exclamation, an exclamation point. point. And that then
4: time. That- that Ramona <laughs> response was just. I do oh, want to get bro-tree. into that
1: response. Uh, Ramona, who. Uh, Stealing was a those big, likes. Was a big doubter of Luann from the beginning because she had gone on three dates with Tom. Mm.
5: I don't want you to get married and walk down that aisle and find out six months ago that. Because it's only going to get worse, Luann. It's not going to get better. It's not going to get better. So it is what it is. And I'm not going to say anything more. I'm going to shut my mouth now.
1: Didn't have sex with him, but we also have learned that Ramona does not count oral as sex. (laughs) So we have no idea if that is actually the case. What a throwback. Many
4: things she has in (laughs) common with Bill Clinton. Um, Whoa.
1: She, and also, yeah, so she's been very critical of Luann in kind of a a pretty shitty way for like a guy that you only kind of casually dated.
4: At a certain point, it it stopped being like friends trying to tell Luann that her. Like partner was being unfaithful and it became more them trying to rub it in her face and sort of knock down her facade mm. of happiness.
1: Yes. And also just like she clearly is like making this bad decision. Yeah. You've done what you can. Time to move forward. Mm-hmm. Right. Ramona responded to Loan's quote tweet. To uh, yeah divorce tweet by quoting <laughs> it uh, with I am so sad for you dot 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 <laughs> dot. That's an incredible response. I
4: really loved that. So
1: many places you could go.
4: Uh, Ramona for those people who aren't familiar is a a little troll in human form. <laughs> she just she just pokes and pokes and pokes at everybody and just, and then completely like, will not apologize for anything. Or when she does apologize, she'll be in her like uh interviews off to the side being like I didn't really I wasn't really sorry, but I just wanted the conversation yeah, to Yeah, I be just over. wanted it to be over. <laughs> I wanted to be over.
1: <laughs> well, and Ramona went through her own very public divorce in the show. In right, that she had been married forever, and her Mario. husband, her husband, cheated on her with a sweet young filly in the Hamptons, <laughs> which,
2: which led to the. um At least you didn't find out from page six. Like yeah. that. Oh my God! Yes. Oh. Ramona's talent for bringing it back to her is amazing. Above most housewives, I think.
1: Yeah, she is someone who I constantly struggle with because I a lot of the housewives I don't think are actively bad people. Like maybe they're narcissists and maybe they're stupid, or maybe, you know, a whole they have a whole other variety of issues. I think Ramona is like not a good person. No. And whenever like watching her doesn't always feel entertaining to me because she sometimes is just so out there.
4: I mean, this is maybe a heavy-handed comparison, but she really is very similar. To our current president. They have very similar You're right. ways of interacting <laughs> with the world. She doesn't really care what she says. She's very proud of the fact that she just says what's on her mind <laughs> and like, and seems to just, everything just sort of bounces off of her. She also, I think, voted for Trump, which is another funny, yeah. funny little coincidence.
2: I mean, this is, a, Trump as president has made what, I guess, like a reality TV kind of vernacular or Aesthetic, like political. Mm-hmm. Like right. he's like brought it to like this national yeah, stage.
1: Finally, we're highbrow. Well,
2: yeah. <laughs> uh, well, also, like it was like a joke. I think I was watching like a watch what happens, and Anderson Cooper was like, Yeah, Andy wants to like host debates. And I'm like, mm. he should. He oh, should yeah, he it would be he incredible. Should.
1: Reunion style. Because yeah. that'd listen, be insane.
2: I've seen some of the greatest like political journalists working today like not be able to like really get stuff out of Trump or like mm-hmm. really right. like hit him hard. And but I've seen Andy Cohen like. Real Vicky over Brooks having cancer, so or not having cancer. He
1: is, I think, one of the best interviewers because he kind of has that Howard Stern quality where he yeah. both calls people out and makes them think that he's on their, their side.
4: side. It's it's really incredible to see he he doesn't mind asking things that make the other person uncomfortable, and somehow the other person never ever gets mad at him, right? I mean, unless he, he they're Bra-
1: Brandy Glanville, right? <laughs> <laughs> Oh, brandy! Well, brandy.
4: I, I told Maddie I would talk about this, but my one in-person experience with Luann <clears> was <throat> at a white party—the Bella New York white party in Southampton.
1: White apparel, although it probably it was also was mostly
4: white people. This was like two years ago. I was writing a essay about the history of the white party, and. Luann was there and she was just resplendent Mm. in a linen jumpsuit. She walked. I mean, it was one of the worst parties I've ever been to with like (laughs) with the exception of all of the housewives who were there and they were filming Beverly Hills. So I was like in heaven. But other than that, I mean, the hors were soggy. (laughs) Everybody was just sort of sitting quietly. It was it was very It was a set, basically. Yeah, Yeah. yeah. But Luann walked in and took a look around and said, fabulous. <laughs> and I, just, oh I love that. I love that so much. But she, I actually went up to her because I overheard her talking about going to P. Diddy's white parties. Mm. And I was writing about this. So I went up to her and I was like. Luanne, I heard you talking about this. Um, Could you tell me what they were like? Like, what did you do? And she was like, oh, I couldn't possibly get into all that right now. But they were fabulous. And then she (laughs) patted my face and walked away. Oh, my God.
1: It was also in that where there's the detail about her dancing alone, smoking a cigarette. Oh,
4: yeah. She was dancing by the pool, smoking. She was like waving a cigarette in the air. And she was like, my my next single should be called Don't Be Such a Bitch. Oh, my God. I love—I mean, the thing about Luann, and I think she's sort of stepped out of this by now, but there was always a big tension about—because she had this sort of countess persona where she was always telling everybody else how to behave. Right. And it was very hypocritical because she's, like, this boozy lady, basically. (laughs) And now she's, like, mostly leaned in to that part of her personality now. And she's so much more fun, I think.
2: Yeah, with the not really. Yeah.
4: Yeah.
2: That beautiful, <laughs> oh, not really.
4: <laughs> it scared me,
0: Luann. There was a stranger naked in a bed. Do you be upset about that? If you woke up, there was a strange person sleeping in the not room with really. you? Well, you and I have very different ethics and values.
3: Uh, <laughs> well, and then
2: there was the quote. There was some quote. I forget if E! Like News was writing this up. I read it there. But like, There was a quote about like that Tom was like, not in love with the reality star, but with like the nurse from Connecticut. Oh I was
3: Fucking like, blow
4: me. Yeah. What? Was, <laughs> lewin was a nurse for like three minutes in 1991 or something.
1: <laughs> like, also, it, <laughs> yeah. that motherfucker has been trying to get on this show since season one. He's been appearing yeah. since season one, trying yeah. to like date different housewives.
4: Yeah, they both have very clear different narratives that are sort of entering the press right now. And his narrative is that he was tired of the reality lifestyle. And her narrative is that he could never get over his bachelor lifestyle. And I don't—I mean, I think it was probably well, more the latter than no. the former. <laughs> well,
2: no, I think it's true. He was tired of the reality lifestyle because it was now affecting the way he lived his life. Right. He's right. Like, oh,
4: I, I, maybe he didn't realize how much people would be judging and making fun of him.
2: Yeah. Or, like, that he couldn't go to the
3: Regency yeah, he anymore. Yeah, couldn't go to the Regency
2: <laughs> anymore and, like, suck someone's face.
3: I mean, yeah, the a night at
2: Boutique just takes on a very different uh, turn when When I've never been to, I've been, been to the Regency.
3: I have been
4: to the Regency. Tell me all about it. I, ha- I didn't go inside— <laughs> It, it's a long story. I was actually, my, my ex-roommate was very, uh, like, a, is a huge fan of The Housewives. And so I was taking a photography class. And I <laughs> for his birthday, I took a picture of the Regency and framed it. It's just like a very nondescript, boring It's place. a hotel bar. Yeah, it's a oh, okay. shitty hotel bar. And they, they talk about it like, oh, The Regency. And it sounds so fancy. It is not, friends. <laughs> it's not.
1: I once went on a Real Housewives bar crawl, which we went to, mm-hmm. it, unofficial, but we went to Baccarat is what
4: it was called. Did you go to did the go
1: brass to monkey? Uh, I've been to the Brass Monkey, <laughs> but well, we did everyone, not. But yeah, the the Summit at the Brass Monkey is no, one of my favorite yeah. meetings. Kelly versus Bethany, but we went to Baccarat, <laughs> um, where a waiter shamed me appropriately for drinking a glass of wine oh off of someone God. else's table. Oh, my Whoa. God. <laughs>
4: Maddie got buckwiled at Baccarat. Holy I goodness. did.
1: This woman ordered a glass of wine and, like, drinks there are, like, $20 a mm-hmm. class, you know, at their cheapest. She didn't touch it. And then she left. And I was sitting across what? from her. And so I just took it.
4: I mean. I would have probably
1: done the same. Yeah. I don't know. Mm-hmm.
4: Maddie and I also went to boutique.
1: Yeah, we went to boutique. <laughs> and we had a
4: <laughs> <The> wild night.
1: <laughs> we, like, almost got sold into sex labor. Yeah. It was oh very, God. very <laughs> scary. It was
4: a little. It was quite sketch. Yeah. Wow. I've never been in a restaurant so dark.
1: It was so dark.
4: I couldn't see my plate or Maddie's face. Oh, right, we were just like... <laughs> I literally had to shine my iPhone onto my plate to see what was on it. Oh <laughs> like anybody could have been in that restaurant with us. Right,
3: yeah,
1: I don't know. And then we like, you go through the kitchen, which I think Sonia explains on an episode, and then you're in this club that's actually pretty small.
4: It's a tiny little club. And it's like a cruise ship club.
1: Like this guy came up to Ellie and I and was like... You guys seem cool. Like come hang out with my friends, and then we slowly realized that he didn't know any of the other friends. It was uh, all women, mm-hmm. and it was all women he'd collected in the same what? way. Um, <laughs> oh, yeah, and he collected he us into this little group. Kept trying to introduce us to rich men and like explaining like what they had. Where it was like, Whoa. oh, this is so and so. He is staying at upstairs at the Carlisle. He's doing this, and then. Um, he was like, next time you guys come, let me know and I'll set you guys up with some nicer dresses and shoes. Oh mm-hmm. my God. Yeah, he told, oh God. I think
4: he told me like, holy could, shit. Like, I, I could see you in a bathing suit or something <gasps> like, but he was like, he, he was kind of telling me, because I was wearing glasses. I think this is why he was like, if you had a little more confidence, you would look great. Oh <laughs> yeah, my you're God. You're like,
3: I fine, what the hell, holy
4: shit. Yeah. And he also was wearing a, a very interesting tie. What was his tie? It was a Nick Cannon it branded tie. It was a tie. Nick Cannon branded wow. silver tie.
1: I liked when oh, he was like, he's like, I could get you guys some DVF,
4: like, <laughs> and I was nice. like,
1: bitch, I can afford Nordstrom you Rack. Like, go away. Like, <laughs> like, if you're gonna like try to like make me into like a sugar baby, like dress did- me up, you know, in your best frosting.
4: <laughs> <laughs> um, that's
1: incredible!
0: Wow, yeah, it was yeah. a real wild ride. Fuck. It was fun. Um, <laughs> yeah, we had a great time. We did have a
1: good time. <laughs> I kind of want to talk about like other housewife divorces and kind of where this ranks because there have been some really good ones or not good some have been terrible. (laughs) Um, But I'm thinking like the ones I wrote down were uh, Ramona and Mario, Mm. Bethany and Jason, which of course still haunts us to this day. Adrian Maloof
2: and Paul Nassif, Mm -hmm. Uh, Camille and Kelsey. Right, wow. but this one had, I feel like, so much lead up, right? Yeah. Like, this was, like, so much. This wasn't, like, Tamara yelling, you like, yelling, like, fuck, I hate you. We're getting a divorce, like, in the back of a limo. This yeah. was, like, this felt so tumultuous and just, like, drawn out. And, and we saw it from beginning
1: to end. Yes,
2: yeah. yes. I saw um,
1: Luann literally say, I'm going to meet a man. Oh and then <laughs> next week she was like, well, I'm moving in with a man. Mm-hmm.
2: <laughs> <laughs> yes, the whirlwind kind of aspect of it. Yeah. Like, that that Luann went from like living in Sonia Morgan's school for girls to <laughs> to living with Crumbly Tom like in his pet like his uh, the,
4: Yeah, like living crumb- in Sonia's attic <laughs> yeah,
2: without <laughs> heat it's school it's a school with one people at a time
4: yeah right
1: uh, And this is like they just get whacked with a ruler all day long for I, talking to the Connor drinks. the assistant. <laughs> or, or, no, I
2: guess also the interns probably count as pupils as well. They are oh, getting true. an education there. What and what an education? <laughs> what college credit is my question. What happened to Pickles is another question well, of mine. I think Pickles is, is like day, in that basement somewhere. Oh my I don't God, know. For
4: Pickles. But
2: no, I think this is in terms of the divorces, this is, uh, this one is just so, uh, this one had so much like intrigue. I oh, think yes, as opposed yes. to the other ones that like Some of them were—I mean, this is sad, but also there's, like, there's a certain level. There was a certain level of, like, suspense to it and, like, mystery versus, I don't know, just watching two people grow apart or more distant (laughs) (laughs) in slow motion. (laughs) Yeah, Tamra and Simon was a really bad.
3: Camille and Kelsey. Yeah,
4: Camille and Kelsey, I was about to say, that was really, like, a raw— yeah. watching that because i mean he was humiliating her and he was very callous and
1: um again for non viewers Camille and Kelsey Grammer were on the first season of Real Housewives of Beverly Hills for most of it, Kelsey was in New York shooting a play, which is theater talk for banging a stewardess who's <laughs> not your wife, um, while happening to do Le Cage a well,
2: oh well
3: then, and then You've seen
2: <laughs> all those interviews where he says after the fact, he's like, oh, the marriage was already over. We were like, this yeah. is like the last thing I was doing for her. Yeah, was like, 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 it a was show. a
5: gift I gave her. I mean, I have to tell you, my, the Real Housewives was my parting gift to her. Now, whether or not it worked out well for her doesn't matter. It was my way of saying, look, you always wanted to be famous. Here you go.
2: And I was kind of like, I'm like, I don't know. Like, as much as, wow. like, I think a lot of the Housewives are, like, seeking the limelight line of attention. I'm like, I don't think Camille Grammer, who by season two, what, took over her own edit to, like. Yeah. C- who's very image conscious, was, like, going to go on the show knowing she was going to get divorced right. necessarily. Right. Unless, um, unless she, like, kind of, because her whole… Narrative: The first season was like, I'm getting out of Kelsey's shadow, like yeah, or whatever. Right. And so I don't know. I just don't really buy that. I think he thought that. Yeah. I don't think she was necessarily on the same page. Kelsey
1: Grammer and I have like a long
2: feud. Yeah, a long, yeah. long feud.
1: Um, and. Don't particularly like each other very much. So I will go as far as to say that he's one of the worst people on the planet. He's, okay.
4: pretty te- he's a pretty terrible man. Yeah. Um. I've
1: actually gotten to an email fight with Katie Grammer over her husband.
4: Oh, yeah. Wait, can you just sort of quickly summarize what happened there?
1: So I've read Kelsey Grammar's 1995 memoir. <laughs> um, it's called So Far... Dot, dot, dot. Oh, oh, God.
4: She's... How old was I, he when he wrote this memoir? Great um,
1: So th- I don't know how old he was, but this was the height of uh, Frazier. He okay. was the highest paid actor in television history. Mm-hmm. He was doing great. But he wrote this memoir where, with a lot of things that are, like, supposed to be funny but are actually just, like, disgusting and horrible. One of my favorite facts from this book is that he had a genuine feud with Eddie the dog. What? Um, because so <laughs> the chapter is really funny because dog? he's basically like— Excuse me. I got to get my Kelsey voice going. Yeah. <laughs> he says something where he was like, a lot of people have made a big to do about the fact that I don't get along with the dog on the set of Frasier. He's like, it's not that I don't get along with him. It's that I don't like that. He's treated like a real actor. Okay. So he was literally jealous. Of the, the, the dog's real name is Moose. Oh. He's jealous of, <laughs> of Moose's treatment. Or just that like uh, Moose was on the cover of Entertainment Weekly is like being like a a thing in Fraser. Yeah. That's the dumbest yeah. thing I've heard in a
0: lot of Yeah, long I think time. it
2: speaks volumes when you can't root for the animal on your show. Yeah. yeah. Or you can't <laughs> just,
3: like, like the like, let cuddly it go. dog on your show.
1: Yep. <laughs> or just like you can't like pretend at least. Like you can't just be like, like all right, I'm gonna yeah. keep this to myself. But yeah, anyway, I wrote an article about this yeah. this memoir yeah. called So Far. And um it I think the headline was it's 1995 and Kelsey Grammer is a monster. Oh. <laughs> and then uh, <laughs> Katie Grammer emailed me very upset on her husband's behalf. Oh. But I also got some other emails saying that uh, they knew him and I was entirely right. So. Interesting. <laughs>
2: Curious. Uh, uh, so when you um, Camille quickly is that before I like stop short because I was like, she's suffering. And then like will we the conversation continues so to stop, which is like true. She probably was suffering at that time. But I meant she was suffering. She kind of originated the whole housewife kind of move of being like, I don't quite remember the conversation. Like the Lisa Rinna uh, right, classic, yeah. right, right, right. like, you know, that like Jeff Sessions is using that. And I like, I don't recall. Like right. I don't remember. That is smart. But Camille's was that beautiful because her and Kyle the The whole problem the first season was that Camille swear she heard Kyle say, why would people want you without Kelsey? Camille
4: v. Kyle was really a top-notch, strange fight that I didn't understand at all.
2: So, But to really get into it, because that's the last show we did. So I was literally watching it over and over again, like writing out what they said. She does this beautiful thing where they're, they're up there. They, like, agree. Like, okay, we're dropping this in the hotel room. And then they get downstairs to the dinner. And she says, you know what? I do. And halfway through the fight, she goes, you did say it, though. Which, like, <laughs> oh, my God. Two seconds before they agreed that, like, it was a misunderstanding. But I was just like, that's such a good movie.
4: Honestly, I'm honest about that conversation, I really feel that, I mean, I really did hear
1: you say what you did. I mean, you keep telling me you didn't say them.
2: That's when housewives, right? Like, they used to, in the confessionals, they would be, I think, a little bit more um, aware. Like, they would, like, Camille, like, literally says, like, she's like, yeah, like, you know, Kyle lost her cool and, like, you win when you keep your cool. So I won.
1: And the more I stood
4: up for myself, just, she just kept getting madder and madder. I knew I was winning. <laughs> I just no, come on. You know, the person that remains in control is the one that wins. She lost her cool. Sorry, Kyle, you lose.
2: And I'm like, God. oh my God. Like that like kind of awareness I feel like is, I don't know, it's not quite there as much anymore. Yeah, definitely.
4: It is interesting that like the truth doesn't necessarily matter because a lot of this mm-hmm. is on tape and we're gonna see it, but they still will lie about things that were filmed that are mm-hmm. gonna come out later because it almost doesn't even matter. In the moment.
1: Right. Yeah, very Trump. We'll deal with it at the reunion. Mm
4: -hmm. Right, exactly.
1: I do want to just, like, talk about other reality TV divorces because Mm. that is a consequence of if you put your family life on reality TV, both in real families and in families where you're hyper aware of the camera all the time, like, sometimes marriage does not work out. Mm -hmm. (laughs) And I feel like it's now become sort of an an inevitability. Right. Where it's like Nick and Jessica, newlyweds, which was one of— Which was a great show. It was a wonderful show. They were kind of the first celebrities to be like, yeah, we'll do a reality show, right? As a
0: couple. I think so. Yeah, because that was early. It was in 2003.
1: um, And it just was one of those things where Jessica Simpson wasn't like a nobody at that point. No, 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 that was like the
0: peak of her. I mean, I feel like part of the reason she got this show is because that was like the peak of her
1: career. Plus, she was like, it was like a big deal that she was a virgin until she was oh, married. Yeah. And then it's like, now she's getting stuck. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> like, yeah.
4: and there very... are so many references to that. <laughs> I was just thinking is. about it. They always showed Nick like carrying her upstairs. Oh, oh my God. you're a very big mansion.
1: <laughs> yeah, it was like a carpeted mansion.
4: Yeah, it was so bad. And they, all they did, literally all they did was sit around. But anyway. <laughs> they sat
0: around in sweatpants and like watched yeah. TV. Yeah, And but then it- like ostensibly had like tons of sex. <laughs> somehow made me like both of them
1: which is very it more, was kind I don't of endearing
0: know. yeah it did endear me to both of them but but they
1: I mean their divorce was it seemed fine I'd I in. mean they both have moved on to do their own other things mm-hmm. Uh, mm-hmm. Vanessa Manillo,
4: Nick and Vanessa Nick and Vanessa Jessica Simpson was kind of one of those people who sort of took on new personas based on who she was dating. Mm-hmm. And this last guy, whose name I can't remember, she really— Eric oh, Johnson. Yeah, yeah Eric She's Johnson. really gotten to be herself, which is, you know, a little bit of a, like a country girl mm-hmm. airhead kind yeah. of. Yeah. Mm. Also, like, like a it's
1: footballer. not bad to be Jessica Simpson. No. Her, no. like, clothing empire oh, is yeah. insanely successful. Right. Well, she's, like, doing A-OK. She's fine. We don't, need with, to, we don't need to worry about You her. know. Even with Joe off oh, shooting God. the boys of Sir. <laughs> oh, my
4: God. <laughs> oh, <This> Joe <is> <laughs> <Lodge of> Simpson.
1: <laughs> oh, my God. How about just, I want to get your thoughts as experts mm-hmm. on Bravo stuff. Okay. Have you been following the uh, Brandy Glanville, Joanna Krupa? Oh. Four-year
2: saga. <laughs> yes. <laughs> oh, my God. Uh, yeah, I love, wait, what was, uh, Lisa was on, Lisa Vanderpump was on Watch What Happens Live, and she had to say, like, um... I don't know, like, I think he asked her, like, do you regret anything with, like, your relationship with Brandy? And she was like, you know, like, the only thing I regret is, like, this lawsuit I'm wrapped up in. Like, that she's, like, been disposed yeah. like to, to, to talk about this, like, the smelly vagina lawsuit. Yeah. And- so, I
1: mean, basically, how did—so it all started with on a reunion for the singular season of Real Housewives of Miami— one of the housewives accused Joanna Krupa, another housewife, of having had an affair with Muhammad Hadid, who is Yolanda yes, Foster's yes. ex- uh,
4: Muhammad. Yeah.
1: Yolanda Hadid's now, uh, <laughs> her uh, one of her ex-husbands. Um, and it was that affair that maybe ended the marriage. And then Brandi Glanville was on Watch What Happens Live immediately following that episode. And it turns out she was the one who had told this housewife this. And she's like, yeah. And also Muhammad told me that she has a smelly vagina. Um and
2: this
4: <laughs> Brandy is like just the queen of the low blow. <laughs> that's insane.
2: I- low blow, Rena. That's my that's my <laughs> my least impression. Whenever you say like, low blow though, I'm always like low <laughs> blow, Rena. I have a very
1: um unpopular opinion in that I I don't hate Brandy. Yeah. I don't hate
2: Brandy either. I don't think she's really
1: that much of a. I don't, I think she usually is actually telling the truth. I think she just is kind of thoughtless and like a rampaging bull when she does it. I
2: wasn't a big fan. And then I went back uh, doing research to watch the game nights because I watched all the game nights to be like, would this be funny if we did a show around game nights? And it would be (laughs) one, the one where they, where it's Kyle and Kim versus Brandy. Brandy actually, like, and I remember at the time being like, oh, God, she's, like, so, like, you know, she's, like, kind of um, instigating as well. Like, as bad as the Richard sisters were at that point. Her whole thing came from the fact she was, like, Kim was fucked up. And, like, everyone was standing there pretending like she wasn't. Right. And it made me really uncomfortable. And I'm, like, oh, wow, you are actually, like... A beacon of truth. Right. Like, <laughs> well, and
1: also, they were so mean to her immediately. So mean. And then, like, she was, she had a, this, Brandy Glendale had a broken leg when she first started on The Real Housewives okay. of Beverly Hills. Uh, I shouldn't. They, laugh, but... <laughs> Kyle and Kim, like two little high school cunts, just being like <laughs> the snottiest little, I like, it made, it turned me on them both forever. Uh, they, Hit her crutches while she wasn't looking. Yeah. <laughs> and this is even before I this all. I forgot about this. Kim just decides, I don't like her. And they hid her crutches? And then
2: they hid, they hid her, her crutches. crutches. And then the, the beautiful thing that's is that so mean. Kyle's like, did you hide her crutches? And Kim's like, yeah, I did. And then they cut to like the confessional and Kyle's like, that's the Kim I know.
4: Um, Cartoon character. That's funny. You, you know, has a little dog, Snoopy, and now that's the Kim I know. I'm like, oh, my
2: God. God. This isn't even like, oh, we're really misbehaving right now. It's like this is the root of who we are.
1: That's so (laughs) fucked up. Well, and I feel like Andy Cohen actually described Brandy uh, perfectly where he was like, she is like a puppy who when you back her in the corner, mm. she like lashes out. Or if you're like playing too roughly with her, mm, she like will bite, bite you and she'll think it's funny. But like—
4: But that is also kind of quintessential housewife behavior. Mm-hmm. That yeah. is like the core personality trait that, that makes for, a successful yeah. housewife. Right. is Somebody who has endearing qualities and can be very insightful— but also is fucking nuts and will lash out at anybody. <laughs>
1: right. Well, and that was the case with Joanna Krupa. Is Joanna had tweeted while she was live on Watch What Happens? Joanna Krupa tweeted, "No wonder her husband left her because her hud- husband Eddie Cibrian left her for Leanne Rimes." Oh, okay. and then that's Andy, of course, being like the shitster that he is, tells her, "This is what she just tweeted."
2: Oh, Joanna Krupa sent a tweet about you. Okay. Okay. I, I bring it. And she said, no wonder her husband left her.
0: Oh, okay. Well, Muhammad did tell me that her pussy smug. Oh. Let's <laughs> <municipality> say
4: it. <laughs> it's true. I'm not lying. And Lisa Vanderpump was there when he said it. Sorry, bitch. Oh. And. Sorry. Oh. I win.
2: A bomb <laughs> which now, which now oh is like God. swept uh, up in litigation.
1: I just like it, they, this started in 2013. It just was settled last week.
4: What?
2: Insane.
1: I don't know. It's <sighs> it's also like a very good example of uh, what is it the what is it the Streisand effect where it's like like the way that Krupa has given so much media attention mm-hmm. to this, no one would remember it if she mm-hmm. was just like tweeted something else, like, fuck off, Brandy," you don't know what you're talking about, and moved on. Yeah. But because she's drawn it out in court for so many years, it's like now it's like I didn't even know who Joanna Krupa was before, but now I'm like, oh, yeah, from the smelly vagina lawsuit. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, that's a terrible thing to have your name associated
0: with. Well,
4: another good thing to know about Joanna Krupa is she, uh, she once was naked in an ad for PETA where she was painted to appear to be an orca. <laughs> and was like black and white and sort of in this, we- she was photoshopped into this little orb. <laughs> <What>?
3: <laughs> <laughs>
4: it's great. It was, it's my favorite thing to think about. <laughs> Today we're shooting my fourth Pia ad. It's against SeaWorld. And as you can see, I have black and white uh, body paint on me. I am... Uh,
1: A whale, an orca.
2: That's a really wonderful film. Can you imagine, like, sitting with Joanne Cooper and watching Blackfish?
1: (laughs) (laughs) Well, have you noticed um, how Lala Kent of Vanderpump Rules is, like, constantly Mm -hmm. tweeting about Blackfish? And that movie
2: came out so many years ago. Yes. I I, I actually have a question I would love to propose for you guys because it's something I'm always interested in. How would you ever feel about one of the Vanderpump girls graduating and becoming a real housewife of Beverly Hills? And if so, which one would it be?
4: If it had been a few years ago, I would say Stassi. Um, And I th- still kind of think that... I mean, I think Stassi is going to marry a rich man. I do. Right. I don't know that she has quite the hard center ego that she needs to have to kind of be a housewife. She kind of crumbles very easily.
1: Right.
2: Especially after she, like, bowed to Katie. There's no more. Yeah. There's no going
4: back from that. Yeah. yeah.
2: Which is disappointing because I think Stasi was you know, genetically engineered in an underground facility and then (laughs) trained for years to be on reality (laughs) television. The perfect,
1: like the perfect reality TV personality. So, to quote my favorite character from a film, mm-hmm. <laughs> Jigsaw from the movie Saw. <laughs> would you like to play a game? Uh, yes. Yes.
0: I would love nothing more.
1: I am going to name famous reality TV couples who have gotten divorced. Okay. Oh, I want you guys to come together. Okay. I want you to put these famous divorces in order of how long they were married. Mm. Oh, from the shortest period of time to the longest period of time. Perfect. Okay. That's tough. All, right. All right. I'm per, I'm this is great. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> Fuck. Okay. So, pay attention, please. Okay. I always am. John and Kate Goslin, Ramona and Mario Singer.
3: Mm-hmm.
1: Whitney Houston and Bobby Brown. Nick Lachey and Jessica Simpson. Kim Kardashian and Chris Humphries. <laughs> okay. Well, <laughs> okay, yeah. Chloe Kardashian and Lamar Odom. Chris and Caitlyn Jenner. <laughs> and lastly, Britney Spears and Kevin Fetterline.
4: Wow. Okay. Okay. Well,
2: we know to start with.
4: Yeah, Ramona and Mario were like 20 to 25 years. Mm-hmm. Okay. Bobby and, and Whitney, Whitney, Whitney were, were...
2: I want
0: to say,
4: like 30 years?
0: Yeah, they were a lot. Yeah, they were over 25 for sure, right?
4: Yeah.
0: I would say they're probably the longest. Right. All right. So you're saying Bobby and Whitney the longest? Longer than Caitlyn and Chris uh, Jenner. Did you say them?
4: Mm-hmm. I think Caitlyn and Chris were like, not quite at 30 years, right? Because it was her second marriage. Oh, that's true. Yeah. because I think Whitney Kendall and mommy... is like 20. Yeah. Mm-hmm.
0: And what's her face? 19? Nine, Kylie?
2: I don't know between Ramona Mario and uh, Caitlin and Chris, though.
4: I think I Ramona Mario were longer than Caitlin mm. and Chris. I'm just going to guess.
2: Okay. Kim, Kim is... And, is that Kim the, and Chris Humphreys. That's the shortest. ...are the yeah, shortest. definitely the because shortest. Because that was like a time frame before, like, a Scaramucci is now a time frame.
4: Right. Correct. How long were
0: they married? Like, a month? Like,
1: 47 days or something like Again, that. Again, this is not how long they were together. It's how long they were married. Right. Legally. So, mm-hmm. I think
0: it was, like, for—I think it—for some reason, I'm remembering it being, like, 47. Like, it yeah. was measured in days. Like, <laughs> yeah. 47 days or something like
2: that. You couldn't even be, like, two months.
0: Yeah, no. It was, like— <laughs> Three months. Exactly. Yeah. It was, like, just under three months.
4: Wow. Yeah. Okay. So,
0: they're the shortest— Chloe and Lamar, they were together for a little longer, but I don't
4: know. How long were they married, though? I know. Ooh. Maybe like a year and a half or something? That feels comfortable. Okay.
2: Under two. Under two,
4: right.
0: for sure.
2: Which then Nick and Jessica were definitely... Longer. Longer than Longer two than described. two. Yeah. I, would yeah. have, I would put them at maybe three.
4: Three years? Three four to four. Years?
0: Four feels generous.
4: Yeah, maybe three years.
0: And there's Brittany and Kevin...
4: They were married for a little while.
0: Long enough to have both of the children?
4: Yeah. God, that that relationship was real, real dark. I know. Real dark. Um, um, but so I think,
0: do you think they were married for longer than five years? No.
2: Okay. I don't. But I, I don't know if it's more than Nick and Jess.
4: This is a tough one.
0: This is a tough one. I yeah. feel like it was not longer than Nick and Jessica.
4: I just remember them being together for a surprisingly long amount of time Mm -hmm. just for who they were. For like what the situation was. Right. like, oh, wow. But I don't know if that actually amounted to an actual long amount of time. Okay. (laughs) Who else? Who are we missing? Uh, John and Kate.
0: Oh,
2: shit. They were...
4: They were married for a long time before they got famous.
0: Like over 10 years, do we think? Does that sound crazy?
2: They're definitely under like the three, which was... Bobby, Britney, right. Caitlyn, Chris. And Ramona and Yes, yeah, so they're yeah. definitely under.
1: Okay. No, they're under. Yes. Okay. Yeah. All right. So are you putting Britney Spears and Kevin before or after Jessica?
4: I'm going to say less.
1: Yeah. Yeah, let's see. So I'm going to confirm with you guys.
4: <laughs> from, I feel like so many useless facts are in my head. I, shouldn't, I shouldn't be able to answer this question. I know, but, not, but it's hard. It's <laughs> like... It
1: is, but. I designed it to be challenging. <laughs> Thank you. Love a challenge. I, I mean, I I believe in you, and I won't uh, condescend to you with an easy game. <laughs> okay, so from shortest amount of time to longest amount of time, just to be sure that this is your order: mm-hmm. Kim and Chris, mm-hmm. Chloe and Lamar, mm-hmm. Brittany and Kevin,
3: mm-hmm.
1: Nick and Jessica, Yep, mm-hmm. John and Kate,
3: mm-hmm.
1: Caitlin and Chris, mm-hmm. Ramona and Mario. Mm-hmm. Bobby and Whitney. Yes. Yep. You guys got of the group. Two, right? <laughs> what? <laughs> Two? Holy
0: shit. That's really bad.
1: Um, what is the real order? What is the order? Okay. So uh, Kim Kardashian and Chris Humphreys, who, who? Uh, I should note for the layman, were oh, on yeah. uh, <laughs> keeping up with the Kardashians and, of course, uh, can ignore. Kim's Fairytale Wedding yes. at a Kardashian mm-hmm. event Excellent. Mm-hmm. Uh, they were actually married for two years before what? they were able to divorce it was a drawn out thing um, Brittany and Kevin whose reality show was called <laughs> Brittany and Kevin <laughs> Chaotic
3: no.
1: No. they're number two at three years oh okay um, also like keep in mind I think both their kids were born before they got married twist um, Nick and Jessica coming in at third <laughs> they were together for four years okay Chloe and Lamar are actually fourth, and they've been married. They were married seven years. What? Oh. What? So they got married. They dated on Keeping Up with the Kardashians. Yep, and they had, had a show, show. Chloe and Lamar. Mm-hmm. Um, and if you remember, they were not divorced at the time of his overdose because Correct. she was at his bedside and mm-hmm. was like his wife, whatever. He, she, yeah, she like had all the, like the legal rights to yeah, his yeah. room because they still weren't divorced yet. Fuck. John and Kate of oh, John and Kate plus eight. They were married for ten. Okay. In the final three of, like, the marathon marriages, Mm -hmm. Whitney and Bobby were together only for 15 years as far as marriage goes.
2: But a long courtship. A long drawn-out courtship.
1: Definitely. And then second to longest is Ramona and Mario, who Mm -hmm. were together 22 years. And then finally, Chris and Caitlin, who were together for 24. Wow. One thing I found is that uh, Chris divorced Robert Kardashian in 1991 and married... Caitlyn Jenner in nineteen ninety one. Oh, interesting. There's not a lot of a little bit of a, overlap,
4: perhaps. Okay. Interesting. I'm curious. Uh,
1: but yeah, you so you say. guys were on the money with, <laughs> with like two of with that. Ramona and Mario and Kim and Chris. Wow, which I think an admirable effort. Thank you.
4: <laughs> and this is maybe an aside, but I am just so fascinated by Ramona and Mario's relationship. They were just so highly sexual, is what we've oh, learned. Oh my god! Yeah. No, yes, uh, Sonia was like you. She's used to getting banged every night, like, and yeah. she must Whoa. be unhappy because she's not yeah. getting that anymore. Well, it, it, they they were like, they're like in their late middle age, and they were still, still like, fucking. up till, the end.
2: Up till <laughs> the end. I'm sorry, it's just is that Bethany's like, Well, no, no, how do you know that? You don't know that, like, how do you know that? And then, and then uh, Ramona's like, Oh no, yeah, she was there, she was over a lot. She's, like, What? Like, Ramona just confirms, and she's like, Yes, yeah, Sonia was in the next room, like, Oh, oh my god. god. Good. These <laughs> women
0: uh, are incredible, they I really gotta are. say. They are uh yeah. um, precious so pearls.
1: <laughs> a special breed. Um, I want to ask quickly, do you have any events coming up that you want to promote?
2: Yeah, so Here for Drama is having two shows coming up soon. Dates to be uh, totally determined in the very near future, so you can keep up with um, us at here for Drama on Facebook or Twitter. And uh, the shows we are doing in, is in September. We will be doing the t- this recent tequila trip. <sighs> we'll do a live reading of the tequila trip. And Ooh. then in October, we will have a special Halloween show, which will Ooh. be another uh, scary island backed by popular demand.
4: Oh,
3: wow.
2: Uh, so that will <laughs> I just had like a
3: frisium. <laughs> yeah, all of our another, eyes just lit
4: up. Another
3: the <laughs> back back show. Romance. Thank
0: you so much for listening to Dirtcast. And thank you to Ellie Sheckett and Alex Better. Our show is produced by Levi Sharp with editorial oversight by Kate Dries. Madara Mafidi is our executive director of audio. Our theme music is by Stuart Wood. This episode was mixed by Brad Fisher. Want to send us a tip or just let us know what you think? Hit us up at Dirtcast at Jezebel.com. And please rate and review us on Apple Podcasts.